0: Lord, we thank you for allowing us into your presence again this evening. Father, we ask you to help us tonight. We'd understand what you'd have us to say at this time, dear God, about the events that are unfolding. Lord, this is the evening, dear Lord, of your Sabbath. Dear Lord, this is the third Sabbath in the month of Nisan. And Father, this is a night to remember the works of understanding that you've taught us and lord it's very interesting that in this day of the sixth day lord you had prophetic words come out telling the people like yesterday you had the word of the people coming out talking about the king of the north then you had uh, today people talking about the little horn and others lord i would like to discuss that a little bit and let people understand some more about it, because there's something really amazing to me that you reveal in Revelation 18, how perfect your understanding of these times were, even way back when John recorded the book of Revelation. Lord, it's just amazing, and it's so accurate, and it's exactly what we must do and accomplish for these to to be done lawfully on the earth as well as in the way of the kingdom of God. So I'd like to explain that a little bit tonight. I'm going to touch on it. It's complicated for people to understand, but I believe it will help them. First off, I've described this little horn. Dear Lord, I've written many writings about it, as you know. And dear Lord, you make it very clear that this is the fifth beast's kingdom. And this fifth beast kingdom is kind of unique and that there are, they've divided the world into ten regions, or ten areas of kingdom, and they've appointed people over them. And they've even appointed people in those ten areas under, under these ten major leaders. And dear Lord, the people don't know these things, but you're, they're bringing all this forward at this time. But they had maps back in the 1960s of the ten regions that they divided the world in. And they're being led by the devil. The devil must do what you've allowed him to do at this time. Because the devil can only enable us to sin by our lack of knowledge. You continuously speak throughout the scriptures, like in Proverbs 1, 20 to 33, that all these things that we do are by our own will, our own lack of knowledge, our own destruction. You told us very clearly... In Hebrews 4 6 that we are destroyed by a lack of knowledge and we reject the fact that we want we are to increase in knowledge at this time you told us in Daniel 12 uh, Daniel 12 verses 2 to 4 you gave us that wonderful clue that if we will follow you and abide in your word which gives the entrance of light Psalms one eighteen one thirty, then we will increase in knowledge and We will shine like the firmament forever. And clearly, we have the example of Moses who increased in the knowledge of the law, the words, and of, the, of your law, for those times under that covenant, for those people who had rejected to have the words written upon their hearts, but instead wanted it to come through man. You warned them against this. You warned them in at the time of Samuel, for Samuel. You warned them about it. Lord, you warned them that if they went this path and chose a king, that he would become a tyrant over them, basically, and take all their, their wealth and turn it into whatever he wanted. And Lord, that's how the world is in at this time, and we see it everywhere. And Lord, no greater example of this than Daniel eleven forty-three to 45, where the king of the north has taken over all the gold and silver treasures in the world. And has put all the nations under him, Zachariah 14.1. And he's coming forth to, to try to destroy all the people. Well, these things are symbolic of having a king that's not of a king led by your words and who is under the law of your words, which is the law of the heavens that you rule over the heavens with a rod of iron. It's very simple. You have put the rule of law into the heavens and you give us the indication of this clearly in Genesis 4 or Genesis 1, the fourth day of creation. And then you also bear witness to it that you tell us in John twelve forty eight that we're going to be judged by your words. And then in the uh, sixth seal judgment you make it bluntly clear in that you said the stars are going to roll up like a scroll. That's a judgment. A judgment. They're there to watch over our daily things and they're going to account for everything that you've given us everything you've done for us and what our will was and what we chose to do with what you've given us it's all there it's written in the creation it's going to testify against us or for us what have we done that's the question so we see that you have a law system that was prepared from the beginning to rule over us Instead, we have chosen that we want paper law, we want laws through man's way, and so forth. And it's led to our destruction. And it's it's about to be unraveled. Lord, there's a wonderful teaching in Revelation 18 about this, and I'll explain this very shortly. But in Daniel 7, you make it very clear that this beast kingdom is run by a little horn, and Lord, it's, it's really interesting that Little Horn has divided itself into three basic locations, that being London, Washington District of Columbia, and Rome, the Vatican. Those are sovereign nations that don't report to the other nations of the world. They only report to the Crown Trust out of London, the Crown Trust Corporation, that's run basically by the Queen, and it's run by Rothschilds, but there are 13 parties altogether, but there are two power families, and then there's, they the called a group of seven that includes them. So there's five other powerful ones. Then they have the remainder of them. So there's six more, including the Vatican in that 13. The Vatican does not run the world. They are utilized by the Crown Trust in their efforts to run the world. The Vatican is a thief, and you know, just look at it, the fact that they have thousands of trillions of dollars they're sitting on, and they continue to take offerings, they continue to, to make money on everything in the hospitals and everything else. They're the most beneficial party to the high cost of, of medicines and the high cost of destroying the people's, uh, their um, immune systems, so that we're weaker and we can go into the hospitals, where the majority of hospitals are controlled by the Vatican Organization. So therefore, the most profitable organization in the world on our health, which is being destroyed by the FDA and the World Health Organization and so on, on purpose, intentionally. But they will say that that is conspiracy theory, even though it's testified to by many, many, many people. And I've heard it firsthand. And I testified to it firsthand. So it's it's there, and you testify to it in simple scriptures. Dear Lord, you tell us very clearly that, in Matthew twenty four, twenty one to twenty two, and Mark thirteen, nineteen to twenty, that they are coming to destroy nearly all the flesh on the earth. That's their intentional purpose. Ezekiel thirty eight explains all that. And the nation of Israel is not helped, as it says in Ezekiel thirty six, that they profaned your name, which is your word, Revelation nineteen, eleven to thirteen, everywhere they went. I'm not picking on Israel. I know you're going to bring a remnant through. I praise the Lord. I pray it's the biggest remnant that ever came out of a nation. And dear Lord, I pray that they will be totally blessed by you because whatever you bless them comes back multitudes for all of us. So, Lord, I pray that you will help them. But, Lord, we should not bless those who walk in deliberate, deliberate destruction of your kingdom and profane your name. We should pray for them. We should mourn and weep for them because they're going to their destruction. We're going to see something worse than the Holocaust. We're going to see something worse than it was in 70 AD when Titus destroyed the city. Lord, we're going to see great destruction, but we're going to see it worldwide. Lord, a great global extermination is planned and is organized and is being carried out. All the leaders are deceiving us. They've all joined into... The Law of the Sea Treaty, which is a very interesting thing I'd like to speak on quickly. But Lord, in Revelation 7, you give us the, the knowledge, Lord, of these times. You tell us in there, dear Lord, in verses 11 to 12. Well, let me go back. It was this prophecy on the little horn today. It says, I was considering the horns, and there was another horn, a little horn, a little one coming up from among among them. Before whom three of the first horns were plucked out by the roots, and there in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking pompous words. Now, please want to understand that when he says he's he's pulled up three of the of the horns, the ten horns, he doesn't get rid of them. Understand, he takes away their power and authority, and if you read on down in in Daniel seven, you'll see. That in verse uh, 20, that in the ten horns that were on its head and the other horn which came up before which, before which three fell, namely that horn which had eyes and a mouth which spoke pompous words, whose, separate, whose appearance was greater than his fellows. This is the Crown Trust Corporation of London. This is the sovereign nation called the Crown Trust or just simply called the Crown and Lord, isn't it interesting, it's their words that they rule the world with, the flood of the dragon's mouth, because even the seal of the city of London is dragons. And dear Lord, Revelation twelve fifteen to 17 says it's the flood from the dragon's mouth. And you agree with this, dear Lord, uh, that's going to destroy the world, but you agree with this in Daniel nine twenty six, where you said the end will come with the flood. See, the end of the power of these people, the greatness of, the, of their kingdom, is really destroyed now. Because you know, and you make it very clear, that the time of the reign of the Antichrist and the 10 kings in other words, the 10 kings get their crown and they turn their crowns over to the Antichrist, and they reign together for 42 months. That's a fixed time. Lord, the only one that didn't have a fixed time up until that time is his fifth beast kingdom. So the sixth and seventh beast kingdom have a fixed amount of time as well as the eighth, which is the one that comes up at the end of the millennium, which has a short time, which is considered to be half of a time, which is one hour in your clock of the book of Revelations, and that means three and a half years. So we know that the Antichrist... And the ten kings are going to reign together for 42 months, as it says in Revelation 13 and in Revelation 17. They reign together. You make it very clear. It says in Revelation seventeen twelve it says, The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who receive no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. The beast is, of course, the Antichrist, the seventh beast kingdom. They're going to reign together for 42 months. They gave their crowns to him. It says, They will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, for he is the Lord of lords and King of kings. Those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. They're the ones that come. It's what it's telling you. They're reigning right before, together, they're reigning right before the Lord returns with his saints. So the little horn, I mean, uh, the the ten kings and the antichrist, and the false prophet, of course, is with the Antichrist, are the ones that reign together there in the last 42 months before the Lord returns. That's a fixed amount. And as I was pointing, the fifth beast kingdom doesn't have that. The fifth beast kingdom is depending on when will we wake up. We know that the Lord comes up at a certain time of the day of the Lord and takes away their dominion, and that has been done. In fact, he declared their dominion has fallen prior to the evening. At the beginning of the evening, the light shone on the earth in Revelation 18, 1-4, and it says that Babylon has fallen. Otherwise, he decreed it, but the people wouldn't hear it. They wouldn't receive it, and they therefore allowed the words of this pompous little horn to continue to rule over them. This pompous little horn has ruled over the nations, really, since 1327, With King Edward III, he started this in 1327. In 1348, he put in together the Knights of the Order of the Garter and they began ruling on the the seas. And he used this as a way to rule over the nation even from a distance. And they became very good at it over the years. And then the Rothschilds came and gave him the real power, which was the power was to manipulate the gold and silver treasury so that he could afford the armies. Because remember... The wealth throughout history has been created by those who go to war to conquer others and take away their prosperity, to take away their lands, to take away their produce. We're going to see this in Revelation 18. It's what God's going to do to them. It's very interesting how he's going to do it. Because the same basis by which they have done this to the world by deceit, the Lord is going to do back to them openly. He's going to cause all things to be known, including the revelation of their law that they have deceived the people with. And he's going to ruin it, as we're going to see in Revelation 18. Now what the Lord is saying here with this little horn, that he overcast three nations, and I've told you that they conquered the United States back in the 1800s, but they really did it to us with Franklin Delano Roosevelt. When, you know, even before him, Woodrow Wilson was really the guy that truly sold out this country, bringing in the Federal Reserve and all them and helping them with all that. And then Franklin Delano Roosevelt did the the bankruptcy deceit, the World War II deceit, the bringing forth the the Federal Bureau of Investigation, bringing forth the United Nations uh, with Truman and them, uh, they uh, put that in place. Our Woodrow Wilson, I, I can't remember the president there, I think it's Truman, and then um, they also put the FDA in to destroy the immune, the immune our immune systems by destroying the nutritional value of the food and the and the vaccinations and everything and today they're even coming forth with fake food, which is go read the, all the articles on national uh, natural news, Mike Adams' website, and you will see in there the exact destruction of the food that they've done. And there's a great article that's finishing up tonight on the truth of vaccines, truth of the vaccines by Ty Bollinger, seven-part series that that has torn apart and give you both sides and completely exposed the deception of the CDC. And you should have no confidence in your doctors after you've read and listened to that. Because the doctors are trained that they shall do whatever the CDC tells them to do, even though the vaccines are killing us and destroying our children in many ways. And they give you the evidence and they go through it. They go through the training. They go through what's in the, the vaccines and all these things and what's happening and what they're doing to the children and even the boys, the little girls and the boys. And then you have Planned Parenthood and all its evil. So you have all of these things that's very clearly of the words because they're all words. In other words, people follow the words of everything that comes forth from the Crown Trust who controls as I've testified, they come over in the last week of February. They sit down and they approve the budgets of the 22 secret companies, uh, cabinets, and the 22 secret companies. They approve all their budgets for the year. They make them up prior to that. They, um, I understand understanding they meet in the underground city in Argentina in November and they begin making these corrections and so forth for their plans for the future. They keep tweaking it but then they come up with the plans they're doing this year and implementing it. And then they, they come up and announce it. They get everything in place. And then they officially sign off. And generally, the Rothschilds come over and sign off on it. And this is where that lady in charge of the global genocide program sits right next to them. They are the people. And they are the ones that made their money through trading in gold coins, of course. But how did they really make their money? They made their money selling mercenaries to both sides of a war. And manipulating who won and what they gained, and so they caused these nations and the wars to be won in the favor of the people that run the crown trust. And they put get people in place like Hitler and all these other people. And you know, it's, people know Hitler died in South America, not in the lie that's in deception that they do there. All this stuff is going on, and I'm not going to keep harping on this because you'll say it's many will say it's conspiracy theory. Uh, theory, but it's fact. It's, uh, I've sat in meetings. I've heard these things. Point is, three nations: United States, back in the uh, in the eighteen hundreds and and the um, the nineteen thirties, forties, fifties. They used us as the military leader of the world, and un- through us, they united. For example, the law, of the sea treaty. My understanding was signed in two thousand eight in the embassy of the United States in Beijing and on the opening day of the Olympics that they made this $50 billion expenditure and made it an extra extravaganza and then they had that dispute that night with Putin and uh, uh, Georgia and all that which is totally you know to cover up what they really did which is on that day they would have signed the law the Sea Treaty which gave the ownership to the, the Queen. All the seas are owned by Queen Elizabeth, the Crown Trust Corporation. She's not in any way poor. So, but the point about it is, though, this. China and Russia were taken up by the roots. They've, they brought in communism to utilize it, to overtake the, um, China and get out. Uh, Generalissimo Chiang Kai-shek, get him out of there and they chased him to Taiwan. And then now the the big families, the eight big families have turned their gold over to the Crown Trust, my understanding was back in two thousand nine and ten all this happened. And then they went around and you saw Obama go over there and I mean some of the ridiculous things like make a bulletproof tunnel from the Taj Mahal to the, the museum to to the um, museum Gandhi's museum. That was to remove the gold from there and bring it out and people think, oh it was protect the president from terrorism. Oh yeah. No. It was collecting the gold. They were moving the gold. They're in charge of all the golden sword treasuries. And who was he doing it for? He was doing it for the Crown Trust. People knew of this. And yet, you know, it's hidden from the press. They will not tell the truth because they're controlled and owned by these people. But this is what he's talking about in, in Daniel 11 43 and 44, where he talks about he controls all the golden treasure. Now, the, the three nations picked up by the roots, they weren't destroyed. The roots is they no longer are independent. They lost their sovereignty. China is no longer a sovereign nation at all. Russia is no longer a sovereign nation at all. I was involved uh, listening to and being affected by the overthrow of the KGB. KGB was actually independent and was not doing harm. It was trying to fight this world government just the same as John Kennedy was. But they overcome them. Yes, everybody's looking for their own gold and own silver and own positions and wealth and so on. But they blocked them from the currencies. I was exposed to that operation in the nineties, and then they made billionaires all of a sudden in Russia because that they used the you know they used the Nasdaq as a stock exchange tool. <laughs> in other words, when the Nasdaq value went up, they would issue currency um, to here. Free money, to the merchants here in the U.S. that they worked for them, and when it um, when it dropped, they'd do it overseas. Whichever they way they did it is see when they dropped it from the from the hanging chads. You'll go back and look at the um, Nasdaq stock market from October second until uh, June fifteenth. You'll see that it dropped from fifty four hundred down to twelve fifty staggering 80% loss and nobody makes a mock mock it's worse than the the stock exchange in the 20s the fall but they covered it all up why did they do that because the nasdaq was tied to the issuances of the currencies and when it went down like that they were able to issue billions of dollars to their merchants overseas and they made all these merchants in russia and china billionaires gave them free tax-free american dollars so that they could build up their nations and make all these weapons that they were getting ready for this war that we're going to have now, that all of them are participating in. Those three, he says, he took them up by his roots. What's that mean? He's got control of them. Now they're not watered themselves. They didn't destroy. They're still there. He talks about them, the ten kings will get their kingdom their dominion back, meaning that they're not destroyed. But the little horn is what he's going to destroy. And the leaders, the present leaders of the ten kings are probably going to be destroyed at this time. But there will be kings of them, grow up from them, probably related to them in those ten regions that they're going to do. Because they're going to still try to build the ten regions because Satan has to fulfill the plan And 10 is the perfection of the earth, so that's why he's trying to do that. And he has to do it differently than God's 70 nations. See, God split the world in 70 nations back in Genesis 10. They can't change that. The only way to change that is to bring the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, and he's still going to have nations out there. But the Lord is causing this turmoil that means he's allowing them to do this because satan is doing what he's allowed to do it's like i've warned you the spirit is moving now and what the devil is going to do he's going to be allowed because the lord is pouring out his latter rain which is seven times greater the spirit is seven times brighter which means the darkness is seven times greater so satan's going to give you the seven times greater darkness which is more temptation more lure more pulling you away from the truth so that you will be destroyed he does not want you to get the seven times greater light that he cannot deal with. If you get the seven times greater light, you will do, and you will grow, and increase in knowledge so that you will shine, like it says in Daniel twelve two and 3, when you put on the righteous acts of the saints. And there's been many visions over the years of the, the fine linen garment over those last 17 years. There's been visions of these people putting on this fine linen garment. And the, the threads shine. They're like LED light lamps, and they're going to shine. But he's really talking that's fine. The shine they're going to shine from you, not just your garment. The light is going to come out of you, because the words of God are going to be in you, and he's going to remove all darkness, so there's no darkness blocking and no toxins. Last night we talked about the, the water pots and how he's going to cleanse them. They were used for the foot cleaning, but God used them to make the perfect wine because he cleansed the toxins, he cleansed the pots, he cleansed everything and made it great. See, the Lord is going to do that at this time. Now, let us consider something. In Daniel 7, 11 to 12, he tells us that the 50s kingdom's falling and that means that these kingdoms including the leadership of America, is going to fall. They've already taken away the sovereignty of the people of America, and I'll explain that. Really, of all the nations on earth, they've taken away the sovereignty already. They're just deceived in the believing that they have rights, that they have sovereignty, and so on. But by their law, they do not. And I'll show you something very interesting from the book of Revelation 18. that bears witness that God knew this and was foretelling what was the critical thing of the law that's going to happen that destroys their law, because he's overcoming their words, and their words are in the paper laws and so forth that they've created, that they follow the deceit, like the Black Laws Dictionary and all that that records the meanings of their words that they use to twist the truths so that it means something different than we know. And we're not expecting it, but they've masterly put together this evil language. A flood of words of the dragon that is pure deceit that they've used over all this time, at least since 1327, with the intent of creating and controlling all the seas. And they worship the devil. Look at the dragon statues all over the city of London. I'd get away from there if I was people from London. Because the Lord tells you in Revelation 18, they're going to see this the, the city burning. And Washington D.C. is not a good city to be either because that's one of her cities. They control all the militaries of the world through Washington D.C. because all the militaries of the world are using U.S. dollars, even though they're talking about other currencies and so forth. Behind the scenes, they've been built on free, tax-free U.S. dollars, and then they claim that all oh, they're buying our bonds and, that, and and so forth. Everything is deceit. The stock market's a deceit, as I've shown you at the as the stock market, the Nasdaq dropped. They issued billions of dollars 30 times more of what the value of the ratio of the drop is is what they're issuing and they were giving and making all of a sudden in in, by 2004 you had more billionaires in the city of moscow than you had in america how'd they make that much money so quickly it was all free tax-free issued to them to create this world war and prepare for these times that we're coming to now same with china how did they all of a sudden Have, you know, complete telecommunications and building submarines, all these things. The money, where'd it come from? They had gold, believe me, they had gold. But even though Russia had gold, had gold dominated notes and banks with gold on deposit, but they couldn't even get loans from the Crown Trust to use, to bring in things. Because they were blockading them secretly. The Crown Trust in London the, the Board of Governors controls and approves all bank papers. They wouldn't, wouldn't allow, I experienced it myself, they wouldn't allow these bank letters of credit from these banks that had gold in them. They wouldn't allow them to be valued because they did not want the money going back into Russia to the KGB. And they overthrew the KGB. Putin overthrew it because he's their boy. Gorbachev brought him up. They trained him. They put him in place, same as, Obama, same as Trump, same as all these leaders that are in the world right now. This is what they're doing. He tells you in Daniel 7, 11 and 12, he's going to destroy them. And these kings are all there. These nations are going to be there. But the people of these nations, as it says in Revelation 17... It says, the ten horns which you saw in the beast, in verse 16, says, Days will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, and eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. This is the people of the ten horns. Because she is determined to kill the people of the ten horns. Remember that he's saying in Matthew 24, 21-22, and Mark thirteen nineteen to 20 that her intent is to kill all the flesh on the earth. I've told you 99.96%. They want to leave about 6 to 30 million people left alive. All the rest of them, they want dead. They want the armies to kill each other and turn against each other because they know that the Lord's will is, in Ezekiel 38, he's going to cause these people who come out to war to turn against each other. They will kill each other. They need to intervene. There's a hope. Because it tells you in Daniel 11.45 that when he comes out and hears the news, he's going to turn. I'm going to tell you what the news is tonight. News in the north. News of the east and news in the north. And I hope, I believe, understand this a little bit better. But they're going to burn it with fire. Fire is the word of God. See, they're going to Get rid of all the things that have empowered her to pull this evil over them. They're going to know that she deceived them. They're going to know what she did to them. They're going to find out. I remember Bush in the 1990s said, if they ever find out what we've done to them, they will chase us down the streets to hang us, to lynch us. They're going to go after all of the children and all that of these people. But they got a problem they're also going to be punished. Even though these people are going to hate her and they're going to destroy her and all the rest of these things, they're also going to go into the plagues. That's what he says in Revelation 6. He's, you know, He says they're going to roll up like a scroll. That's part of this judgment. These people are going to turn on each other. But then after that, they still have the punishment of the plagues because the Lord makes it very clear in Revelation 18, 1-4 that they're going to be receiving all those who went after these leaders and followed them and believed in them what the Lord is saying that they're going to receive of their sins, of the sins of these leaders. They're coming at you with all their armies, with their evils, with their immigrants, with all these things, They've with all the rioters, with all the hatred, you know, the blacks against the whites and all the rest of this stuff. They're going to come and all that. The Muslims against the Christians and all that. They're going to come against that. Because the devil's allowed to read Revelation twelve seventeen. If they have the Ten Commandments and they believe in the testimony of the Lord and do not have the wisdom they have a lack of knowledge of the knowledge of truth which they're required to be set apart by in Revelation 17, 17 Hosea, um, Hosea 4, 6 if they don't have that then the devil's got authority to come after them and he said he's going to come and really destroy many of them put them in camps they going to do a lot of things they're going to have power over one fourth of people on the earth that's all and God's going to cut it off he's going to intervene For the sake of the people. But it does not mean that the people is going to escape the punishment of God. Because after the sins, after these actions of the great war that's coming, and after that, there will be the plagues. And the plagues, I'm sorry, are not coming from them. They're coming from God. God says He's going to pour out these plagues on these people. There's a time that the curses will be poured out for all of them. The law is going to be fulfilled. And that's this time of the separation judgment. The separation judgment is the Spirit is already moving right now. This is the separation judgment. It's in action. The Lord is causing the Spirit to stir up the people to the desire of their heart. You'll see prophetic word after prophetic word on the internet about this now. And what you're seeing is the Spirit is causing the people to, if their heart is for the world, they're going to be magnified. In other words, they're going to get more desire, more desire for things of the world, more desire to have their own way, more desire to, to harm others, and more desire to go to war, more, more desire to you know, fight against people, protest, and so on. But those who are wise aren't going to do any of that. They're going to realize that what God is grading them on is how many people they can save. How many people will they guide to the knowledge of truth? How many people will they intervene in their lives who do not know the truth and bring them to the truth? Because that's what God's looking for. He said, Blessed are the peacemakers for those who have, you know, for them, they'll have the kingdom of heaven. They'll be set apart. They'll go on. They won't go off into punishment. They will be greatly rewarded. This is what God is looking for at this time. Now, He's telling them he's going to take away their dominion for a season in time. He is going to intervene. The question is, many are called, few are chosen. And the Lord is looking for the fishermen right now before he sends out the hunters. The hunters are these people, the evil ones. They're going to go out and hunt everything in the world. They're going to go out to destroy. They're going out to come against everybody. And that's the devil and all the rest of his dominions are going to stir these people up that they can but the Lord is giving an opportunity right now for the fishermen, the disciples, to come forward, and they'll be protected in this time by the Word of God. They're not to love their life on earth, but they ought to know if they believe in the promises of John five twenty four. If they believe in the promises of Job two twelve to twenty, they'll see the way, so that they, the northern army is driven far away from them. And I've explained the northern army, Job twenty six seven, the walls of the firmament. The walls of the firmament that holds the heavens. The walls of the firmament that is within the the sphere called the waters. Go look at the book, A Testimony of Numbers. that explains this from the scriptures. Those walls, and the Lord took me and stood me in those walls, and I looked down on the earth before those heavens were planted. It was real. The earth was there. There was no stars and no um, moon and sun and so forth when he showed it to me. He says you've got to believe like a little child. We have to believe the Scriptures like a little child and believe that He will guide you to the knowledge of the truth and He will lead you to the Scriptures that un- let you understand because He promised He'll do this. In Proverbs one twenty three, He said, If you will turn to Me, I will pour out My Spirit upon you and cause you to know My words. And to know means to actually discern them, actually see them in the Scriptures and understand the wisdom and understand His plan and understand them and he'll never learn it in a download you learn it line by line precept upon precept way upon way because he knows if we don't learn it this way we will not believe and he said we will stumble and fall and we'll make mistakes and go backwards but he'll raise us up and guide us again if we will not give up and if we'll be diligent we will overcome and that's what we're to do at this time now let me um, go on because I'm taking a lot of time here That Daniel 7, 11 to 12 tells us that he will destroy this fifth beast kingdom. And it tells you in Revelation 17 that it says five have fallen. And this is verse 9 to 14. He says, here is the mind which has wisdom. Wisdom can only come when the words of God have been opened because we've lost them for so long. So when the words are open, this is when it is. And he says, the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are seven kings... There are also seven kings, five have fallen. One is, and the other has not yet come. Now, please understand, people think it's Rome. Well, she's, you know, Rome has seven hills and so forth, but they're utilizing Rome as a front. The Vatican is totally controlled, I saw it in action, totally controlled by the Crown Trust. The Pope works for them. They use the Vatican because it's great deceit. It's great deceit. In other words, they can get the people to believe the Vatican's the main culprit and takes the eyes off of London, off the Crown Trust. But go look at some of the, even the laws, like in the state of Illinois and so forth, you go back and you look and say, you know, why is this, you know, under the crown? It says, under the crown. The crown is the Crown Trust. The crown. I have sat in meetings and know that the, the Rothschilds are the ones that's approving the budgets. They run, and it's even in the news, they, they're the ones in charge of the Vatican Bank. Everybody says the Vatican Bank is funding all this. Why is Rothschilds in charge of it? They're in charge of the Crown Trust with, with the Queen. And she owns all the seas. See, it's very interesting, God says, the harlot. Now please understand, when he says that she sets on the seven mountains, it's the wickedness, the spirit of error. The seven spirit of wickedness. Understand when it says that she's sitting on the seven mountains. When the, the devil is let loose at this time to come against the people who would not hear the words of wisdom, he's going to be let loose with the full measure of his seven wicked spirits. Wickedness, the lady, the wickedness in Zechariah 5 is she is the, in the basket, she is the, with the leaden top. They're going to take it off. She's poisoned. But it's the seven wicked spirits that are the opposite of God's good seven spirits. That's what he's talking about. These are mountains that we must overcome. You notice the devil will not ever go against the Lord for a fourth time. He comes, tries him three times and runs. The fourth time is the counsel of the Lord and he he go up against that. And even in the Bible tells you in the book of Job he has to come before the Lord, the Father, to get approval to go get things done that's the might of god the devil is knows he's going to go into perdition he knows he's been defeated he's already lost he's been cast down from the second heaven onto the earth at the beginning of the day of the lord and people yet still trying to follow him the Rothschilds and him still trying to follow the harlot the the crown trust the dragons and so forth and they said god has no authority over them yeah he does he's taken away their dominion and that's the news. It's very interesting that that they have said that, the Rothschild family have said that, that they do not report to God to the Lord, and yet it's very intriguing that in fact in Daniel eleven, forty three to forty five, or in verse forty five, when he comes out to make war, nobody obeys him and he's stunned. When he comes out to kill many, no no one follows him. Because the the Lord has taken away their authority. So, yes, he does report to the Lord, is what I'm trying to say. And he is going to be cast out. They are going to be destroyed. So, they're, you know, ignoring this. Now, it goes on and says, There are seven kings, five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. See, the Antichrist cannot come until the ten kings get their dominion, and immediately he comes. He's invisible, he's there. He's living, but he doesn't have any authority yet. He's not part of the present structure of the kings. He will be, but he will not have dominion until that time. And, you know, what What the point about it is, is that he can only get it when the ten kings give their crown over to him. They bow their crown to him. They're still kings but it's like us giving our crown to the Lord. They, they, they turn over to him because he had the audacity to kill the two witnesses. And they believe that he can deliver them with the false prophet that comes and merges, which I believe is his brother. I'm not quite sure of that, but I, I have an idea who this uh, Antichrist is going to be. It's not anybody that's talking about at this time. But this isn't the time of the Antichrist. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. And walking in the spirit of the Antichrist, you could say any president of America is walking in the spirit of Antichrist because he's heading up, he's the commander of, of their army. The evil army, that the, the Crown Trust evil army. He's doing all this. That's why they have power on earth right now. It makes no sense. The United States has the authority it does. Except it's being used and they're going to destroy it now. Because they're going to destroy all the nation's peoples is what they're trying to do at this time. Okay, it said, a beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth. See, the devil is the, the guy in charge of all these beast kingdoms. Huh. He's going to be the only one at the eighth beast kingdom at the time of the end of the millennium. He's, he's going to rise up and he's going to lead them himself. Right now, he inhabits these people. He's going to inhabit the Antichrist in full measure. That's his last hope. Right now, he's got this little horn that he's inhabiting these people. In other words, he's guiding them, speaking to them. And they got the dragon seal and the rest of it, and the order of the the garter, which is really called, should be called the order of the dragon. And the deceit that Queen Elizabeth is the Holy Roman Empress at this time. Okay, all that's true. So we know that they're going to be destroyed. God is going to overcome them. That's why they, they, the Lord is saying that you know the, the five have fallen. He declared it from the beginning of the day of the Lord. They've fallen, but they are still reigning. And the people of this, uh, the people of the ten kings that they're reigning over, the ten kings have, will not emerge for seven years yet. But when. They're, they're there, but right now they're going to be the leaders that are there right now are all rulers of the fifth beast kingdom, and they're going to be destroyed. They're going to lose their dominion and rights, and they're going to be destroyed. Now, I like the point, and just like to go to Revelation 18 and talk about this real quickly so you get the idea of what's going on here. I've tried to explain to people that the world is run under what we call maritime law or they call it subject to the commercial courts of admiralty. And the nations are corporations that are actually like ships at sea that are docked to a river that goes to the sea, and all the rivers in the sea are owned by Queen Elizabeth according to the law of the sea treaty that the people aren't aware of, that all the leaders have signed. In, 19- in 2008, Russia... The leader of Russia, the leader of America, and the leader of China all agreed to a document that requires them to sign off on any movement of gold and silver. But who's in charge of the gold and silver? Precious metals of any kind, like copper isotopes and so on. All of that has to be approved by those three leaders together. They're working in union together. Their roots have been uprooted, and they are under Jacob Rothschild and the Queen, and they are signing off on what they're doing, and these guys execute the plan according to the Little Horn. America is a puppet of the Little Horn. I sat at a meeting The DHS, had to get approval from the Crown Trust to, to be organized and so forth, and it was already running, and they're reporting to the Crown Trust in 2002 in January, before they even announced it to the American public in June 15th which they told me in that meeting they would do. President Bush would announce it June 15th. And then they would go through the TV debates. And, you know, it was a total lie. They would, the the senators and congressmen, McCain and all the rest of them, would go through these questions and so forth about whether or not there should be a Department of Homeland Security. And, of course, they'll approve it. And then, of course, they'll approve Tom Ridge, who was already running Department of Homeland Security in January 2002, even though his name wasn't even put up to it until December 2002 and approved in, like, February 2003 total lies everything's a lie obamacare all the rest of this is a lie it's all deception everything they're doing is controlling the people this is what you call admiralty law they don't have to disclose anything to people because the people, citizens of america are not citizens of america they're citizens for example of the of the um district of columbia they don't have any rights because he doesn't consider them to be living people. They are, you know, you got birth certificates and you're just a corporation that's operating as a basically a dead person or a dead estate or, you know, an exeter, you know, a merchant. That's basically what you are um, serving others. Your taxes and everything else, you're just an income statement to all these people because the taxes are going to the elite. They don't pay the tax. You do. They, you know, it's like they're wanting Trump to give his um, tax returns. It can't be truth. First, he's members of the Knights of um, Templar, he has to deal with them on the, on the fact that he runs casinos and so on. They're in charge of casinos and the mobs all over the world for the Crown Trust. They keep all these things in order. They train a the terrorists. They have organizations and private companies, and they organize all this. So you have the the issue of this, and then the fact that they do not have to nor are they required to disclose and they cannot disclose all the secret money that they control, whether it's a thousand trillion dollars or a hundred billion dollars, they won't tell you Warren Buffett will not tell you they do a tax return, but none of it's true the markets are totally manipulated and so forth so but they're called living people. You know, they they are divine under the secret divinity law that they operate under that you do not have any part of. You're not a living thing. What you are is you are basically, um, you know, basically a corporation, let's just say. But your living body, when you're born, what happens is they take the afterbirth and they consider that to be the real person. And of course, that afterbirth is not of the blood of Christ, so it's going to die. And when it's died, it's considered to be a ship at sea, and it sinks. And when it sinks, you come under the Admiralty salvage law, and anything lost at sea is done what? Everything lost at sea goes to the crown. Read the uh, maritime law. It goes to the crown. What's the crown? The crown trust. So the ownership is to the crown, unless it assigns it to something else, to another merchant or some other party that works for it, which is what they do. And then they issue monies for it and so forth and collect taxes on the, the person who's operating under this uh, bill of sale, the birth certificate type thing. I'm not going to go into all the in, in, in intricacies of that. I just want to get a point to you. At the basic way that they do this and and you'll notice everybody should know this, but every year they renew the War Powers Act. Why do they do that? Because under Admiralty law, a very interesting thing under Admiralty law is that if you are a ship at sea and you, you crash and you don't have an ability like a the, you know, if the if they assign the the live birth record to that afterbirth instead of you then that afterbirth dies then they own that soul. Hello? They own the soul that died. And they can trade in a stock market on souls, which is what the Lord said in Revelation 18, they will do. He says they trade in souls and bodies of men. See, you're the body. You're making money for them by paying taxes and all these licenses that you've got to buy. They're going to, that doesn't go to where you think it's going. People think, well, it's paying for roads, it's paying for all these things. No. It's all a trickery. But they're also trading in your soul, which they stole from you at birth because your parents didn't come back and get the live birth record because under admiralty law they have to do so within a year. Actually, within shorter time than that. And the reason why they have shorter time than that is we are at war. When you're at war and a ship is lost... Read the Admiralty Laws. You'll see when a ship is lost at war, as is the case in 1905 when you had the, the Russian ship that was sank by the Japanese, and they came back and said, oh, the ship has the right of the flag carrier. In other words, whoever the, the ship was that went down, whatever um, flag that that ship was registered under, the state relating to that has the right to the to salvage of the, what comes from that wreck. Well, there's a problem with this. The problem is at the time of war, declared war, it doesn't take effect. Because in declared war, it goes to the captor. And the United States every year signs, since the 1800s I believe it is, they sign and renew the, uh, the War Powers Act. When they sign and renew that, they're at war with you. They're at war with the citizens of the United States Corporation, which is us. They're at war with us. And therefore, anything that we lose, like our afterbirth or your child, you have it and he dies, the, the afterbirth dies, that is theirs. They're the captor. And unless you go to court to reclaim it and try to get the paperwork immediately, you don't really have a right to that. And they can block you in many ways. Because they're allowed to kill you, you're nothing, you're a pawn. And that real estate they've taken, that's the soul. And they have a market, a trading market, secret trading platform for these souls that they can use to issue some of this money against. That's a total corrupt system. Now look at, the Lord is saying this in Revelation 18, but there's a very interesting thing. The Law of the Sea Treaty is that all the people are like ships at sea. All the nations are like ships docked at the river that has to pay uh, tribute and so forth to the queen, and they're under her admiralty law because they're docked at a port, you know, on on her river. And she owns it, and therefore they have power over all the states and all the nations and so forth. And they don't have to reveal this to you. But the Lord has done something very interesting. Back in 2009, there was a wonderful, interesting vision, and you can find it up on the website in the book of the 50 prophecies, it's in there. It's about the 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 Lord came up to a guy, a prophet, and he took out of him a ball of light, and he took that light and he put it in an iron cage, and he locked it with this key, the key of David. He says, "What I lock, no one can unlock, and what I unlock, no one can lock." And he tossed it. He went to the next thing was he was at the edge of the sea and he tossed it out. But there was an interesting thing happened. The seabed was dry. There was nothing out there, just thousands and thousands and thousands of these lights and cages in the bottom of the sea. See, she runs the seas. But there's an interesting thing about it. God's going to take away her right to the seas. And you read Revelation 18 and you start to see something here very interesting. Go down to... Let's let's go down to... Uh, uh, what Let's go down to verse... Um, Let's just go down to verse 15. It says, The merchants of these things... If you read the first part, 9 to, 9 to 14, you'll see about what they traded in and all these. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn. Um, well, let me read it. It says, Revelation 18, 9 to 20. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning. Now, here's key. Standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city of Babylon, the mighty city, this is the way of the people. City means the way of the people. They follow the way of the world. For in one hour your judgment has come. But you notice something? They're not in the ship. They're merchants of ships, but now they're on dry land. What's that mean? He's taken away the authority, dominion of the sea. She no longer has the right of dominion. Do you get this? She's no longer a ship at sea. She's God has taken away her dominion. He's testifying to it that these people lost their boat. They're now standing and watching what's happening. And that her city is burning. He's destroying her words. Her the black laws, dictionary, and the rest of it, all that stuff is being destroyed. The deceit that they've used, he's going to cause it to be made known, and he's going to destroy her idols. She's had her power empowered by the idols that we've allowed to stand, the obelisk especially because the obelisks have power over the seed of the children of the nation and they put those obelisks in Washington D.C. the George Washington Monument it was a Masonic and if you take a look at the very top is a pyramid design, why is that important? Because it's a Masonic order their Masonic order on top of an obelisk with sides. And it's telling you that they're trying to remove the capstone, which is the Lord. And you notice the lights were in the middle of that thing, which was where the second, the, the, of the pyramid top was like the second heaven, which is, is the, the area of the shadow of death, where Satan used to reign. But he's no longer there, he's on earth now. It's saying, and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn for her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Why? He's taken away the right of them. They no longer have the right to work. No longer have the right to operate a ship, to operate a port. God has removed that right because he's going to remove their law. Their law is a law, the sea treaty, admiralty law. And he's removing the sea authority from them. And he's going to expose it. So see, they don't have any authority. They've, they've used this law to deceitfully control the people. And now God's going to remove it, and he's going to cause these people to stand on the land. Because the land owns by God. She, you know, is just a corporation where he's taken her sea away. That's what that vision is showing you. the, The sea was rolled back. In other words, she has no authority over those rivers and so forth anymore. She's wanting to bring tsunamis upon the earth, but God's saying he's going to remove that back. It's going to roll back because he's taken command. He owns the earth. And he's going to show them. And he's going to cause them to be, the, the sea is going to be backed away from them. That's what he's showing you in Zechariah and so on. And what he's saying in this is that they won't have any power. Won't have any power. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her for no one buys their merchants anymore, merchandise anymore. Look at John nine four five. No one will work. And light will be removed from them. See the light's going to be cast out on the ocean floor, and they said their stink is going to raise up from there, and the fish will die. In other words, the word will be of no good to them it says the merchants of the earth well, we've been born over here no one buys their goods anymore merchandise of gold and silver precious stones and pearls fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and every kind of citron wood every kind of object of ivory every kind of most precious wood bronze, iron, marble and cinnamon and incense fragrant oil and frankincense wine and oil fine flour and wheat cattle and sheep horses and chariots and bodies and souls of men all that they dealt in And it's being taken away from them. You're going to see the Cirrus goddess on top of the Mercantile Trade Center in Chicago drop the powder as well as the one in Missouri Capitol building. I would hate to be the people who have allowed these things to stand. The the government leaders that have done that. And and the people who are running these trust companies and these vaccine companies and Planned Parenthood and the rest of it. Oh, mercy. Mourn for them because the punishment, the plagues that are coming to them, the tsarat that they're going to see upon themselves is a terrible thing. Read in Zachariah 14, 12, because they've come against his kingdom and they're trying to push that agenda even at this time, fighting against his people. It says, the fruit that you're so long for, for has gone from you. In other words, in Proverbs one twenty to 33, he said, I will allow them to have the fruit of their desire. But now it's been taken away from them. Now they don't have their ship. And all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you, and you shall find them no more at all. They're, they're ending. The shepherds who have not taught his words, are ending their mansions of the gold and everything else they have. The jet airplanes and all that's going to go away from them. He's taken it away. The merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance. Stand. On dry land, at a distance, for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city which was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster, all who traveled by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the sea, stood at a distance no more in her ships and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning saying what is the likeness of this great city they threw dust on their heads and cried out weeping and wailing and saying alas alas that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth from one hour she was made desolate rejoice over her O heaven and you holy apostles and prophets for God has avenged you on her now listen to what I'm saying here What is the Lord is telling us is the admiralty law is going to be exposed and and by their own law system, when God destroys their cities by by melting and reducing their idols to powder, and giving an example of some of these people, I believe, what you're going to see is that is the smoke of her burning. And when that is made known, They've they've fallen. In other words, they have now become captors because the Lord has dominion over all the earth and He's going to take away their authority. He now has dominion as king on the earth his spirit is moving to cause the people to decide are they of the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness this is exactly what he said he would do in zephaniah 3 8 and 9 and then he's going to cause his words and his people to walk with one shoulder and you have to decide whether you want to be of the kingdom of light or the kingdom of darkness the entrance of light comes by the entrance of his words psalms 119 130 and his words are the entirety of his words are truth and all his truth is law uh, Psalms, I'm sorry, Psalms 119, 119, 130, and Psalms 119, 142, and 160. Admiralty Law is based on a system of salvage of ships. They have used this concept that as a child, the afterbirth is actually considered to be the real living person, which then they destroy. And the, the registrar and the doctors, they, they sign that over as the being the living person. And they've traded in the souls of all those people born. Illegally, unlawfully, without your knowledge. And because of that, which God is talking about here, they're going to lose this right. And when the smoke of their city is burning, under admiralty law, they are now the captors. I mean, they're now the, the, the captive of the captor, and the captor is the Lord. He destroyed their gods, and he is now God, and he's shown that they no longer have right of dominion over anything. They don't have a right of dominion because they've established everything as a ship. The Crown Trust, is, Crown Trust Corporation is considered to be a ship that controls the world, the mighty ship. And that ship doesn't have any water to run on. It is a grounded, it is a wrecked ship. And under the wreckage of ships, the captor in a t- state of war, which they declared by signing the the, uh, the um, War Powers Act every year, by signing that every year, what they have done is they have declared themselves at war against all the people, and the Lord of the people has caused them to be conquered. And now, under their own law, All their wealth and all their property has turned to the Lord's because he is their captor. And he is the one in charge of them. And they no longer have dominion. They don't have a right of dominion. They don't have anything. And that's what this revelation is showing you. God knew that they would bring in this admiralty law and utilize it. He knew that they would be, under their law, they would give credit by, if you go look at the salvage of wrecks of military ships, as I told you, like in, in, in 1905 when uh, the Russian ship crashed off the coast of Japan, they took it down, and Russia said they claimed it because it was their flagship. And they said, no, we're at war. And under war, we the captor has the right to all, the, uh, all of it. And God said in Ecclesiastes 2.26 that at this time, they were laying up all the gold and silver for him because he's coming to claim it all. And he'll melt it down. There won't be coins with their faces on it. There won't be coins with their evil works on it. There won't be paper currency that's worthless, fiat currency. that will be burnt. But God will restore it and he'll take it and purify the gold, purify the silver for the purposes that he has for it if he doesn't bring new gold from the earth for the purpose of this time. God has a plan. We'll learn it as we go forward. But I just wanted you to see that God knew about the admiralty law even though you did not. He knew about how to take it down by the way of their own laws, which they have not. And he knew by his words because they based their divinity law, divinity law on the interpretation of scriptures by St. Thomas Aquinas who had no knowledge of his words because he was lost by the time he came to any authority. And his, his interpretations of scripture are wrong as it is in this one, Revelation 18, Daniel 7, and so on. And under their own system that they used his interpretations to develop and to support their law of the Admiralty maritime law, commercial law of the seas, the military law of the seas, it falls apart. Because God is saying, okay, you set it up that way, but you set it up so that you were at war with all the people, and by the war process you can destroy them and take everything they have. Because they're at war with all the people. And under the war, you have authority over everything, but you've lost that. God is now in control, and He is king, and He has given authority to His people to speak His words, and you will lose all you have. Not that the people are going after your wealth, God's going to cause that to be turned over to His kingdom, but you're going to lose everything because you would not. Would not appoint him as king. If you read Daniel 9.24, the purpose of this seven-year time of the Lord right now is we must anoint him as king. We must do that in this first year. Not in the seventh year. We're to put that end to transgression. We're to do reconciliation for the purpose of our, tra- our iniquities to make up for that. That's why people are going to do everything they can to begin walking in the way of the words with one shoulder, as we talked about last night. Well, Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to speak on this, dear Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you were telling us. Expose the little horn. Lord, we've tried to expose the little horn tonight, trying to tell the people a little bit, Lord, about how the secret government works and the ways that they've done things and how they're trading in the souls of men and people don't even know this. How they issue currencies without the knowledge and then they put the debt back on the people of these nations, dear God. And, dear Lord, that people don't understand it. But, dear Lord, you're canceling all of that debt because, Lord, you're going to destroy them. And that's what you said. Their city will burn. And, Lord, you're going to see it because, Lord, you said that you would remove every idol and your people can walk around these idols in the way of the words and those things will start falling all over the nation. They'll fall to powder without them doing anything except following you, just like it was in the times of Jericho when the walls fell. And, Lord, we praise you, Lord, because you told us in Joel 1. Dear Lord, 1 to 11, that in this time, they'll go over the walls. The walls are these things that block the kingdom from coming. But Lord, if the people realize that if they walk around these things, it's going to cause the knowledge of you to be made known. And dear Lord, if they do it in the right ways at these times. And Lord, the seed's been planted. Many people have walked the streets of the cities for you, and you guided them to do it for a purpose of these times. And Lord, let them understand there was good work in that but Lord, it's anointed the purpose and set the stage so that the people have authority to go and do these things. And Lord, it said, dear God, that the king of the north, which is the man in charge of the gold and silver, which is clearly Jacob Rothschild, he's really the king is in the power of the words, and he is serving the devil. And Lord, you said, when there's false words and deceit and go out all over the world, Father, he said, when he hears the news in the, the north, uh, news of the east, and the news of the north, the news of the east, as you said in Ezekiel forty-three one to four, is you coming forth from the throne of heaven, the cornerstone of heaven, under the judgment seat. Dear Lord, that's where it is right now. It's in the capstone of the heavens. And dear Lord, that news has made it known down here, and we're calling out what you're saying to call out. And Lord, you're explaining it from your scriptures. And Lord, you said that the news of the north, which is Job 26 7, dear Lord, when the people of the world begin to hear your word and believe, dear Lord, that you've given them authority and they can shine like the firmament of the heavens. Dear Lord, because the power and authority of the guidance, the rule that's over the earth, is not in their constitutions, not in the Order of the Garter, not in the Admiralty Law, not in the, the deceitful uh, commercial courts that they call common law and stuff like this, which is wrong. Lord, it's now been given to the rod of iron in the heavens. The words that you put in place from the beginning of the foundation of the world on day four, that rules over man. And Lord, now is that time. And Lord, that people will believe these things and begin to understand it, dear Lord, and walk in the way of truth. Lord, they can release the great authority so that the city will burn Dear Lord, the things of the city, dear Lord, that give them their authority and power will be reduced to rubble because you, dear Lord, the spirit that you send forth will cause these things to fall to powder because you have all authority over all particles, even those making up these idols. And dear Lord, it's now not approved by God that these things stand. So, Lord, we pray that your people begin to understand this and pray about it and take it to you. And, Lord, we pray that they'll be given good instruction and not something, dear Lord, on their own desires. But, Lord, based upon the will of you at this time, and let your word speak it. And, Father, we ask you, Lord, to make known your prophetic word even stronger to your people whom you love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.